Hey, everybody. Welcome to Refuse the Excuse podcast. I'm your host, Steph Strugnell, and this is where I give you the loving but honest get your shit together advice I wish someone had given me in the different stages of life. My intention uh, is that you can laugh and relate and gain a new perspective and leave feeling a little more confident to take some inspired action into your life to owning your time, owning what's yours, and making some positive progress in your world. So this is episode number one. It's been a long time coming. I have had way too many brainstorming sessions, way too many notebooks filled with ideas. And I just figured for 2023, I needed to take on the mindset of stop planning and girl, just do the damn thing. I'm sure others of you can relate. If you are a talker or a dreamer, or you're somebody that's got so many passions, but you tend to talk about them a lot and not do the action step, I'm here to tell you, you have to just jump off. It's not going to be perfect. I'm going to say um too much, probably talk too fast, maybe be a little bit too wordy today, but hey, it's a starting point. And I just truly want this podcast to be a place that someone who's striving for a fulfilled life, who wants to be really turned on in their life and present and, you know, happy and evolving. I hope that this can be a place you come to to hear the relatable stories and things that happen and how to take ownership in it and move forward with some growth in case you don't have those types of friends around your table right now to give you the perspective or advice that I am so grateful to have from the mentors in my life, the friends in my life, and the people that have walked before me. So that's why I'm starting this podcast. Um, But I wanted to give you a little bit of background of who I am and why I would speak into the world of personal development and growth mindset. So I've been dedicated and pretty much obsessed with personal development for the last seven years, almost leading back to about 11 years. I saw clients one-on-one for confidence coaching and really helping them to um, understand their own mental blocks within their relationship with self. And I've loved watching those clients grow and evolve and really take ownership of their life in a beautiful way. I kind of stopped seeing clients one-on-one to have my babies, and I had COVID babies, so that threw a fun twist of events into things. Uh, My first son, Jack, will be three in February, and my second son, Tate, is 15 months old. So I had the two-under-two life, a little unexpected. (laughs) Tate came into this world fast and furious, um, a little bit before before we thought we would, and he's just been a huge blessing to us. And now I feel like I am coming up for air. I was just speaking to a girlfriend of mine recently, and, and she's been in the same boat with COVID babies having two under two. And she just said, you know, you have to honor the stage that you find yourself in, but I finally feel like I'm not drowning and I'm more thriving than surviving. And amen to that. I so feel that. And I'm sure some of you mamas out there will feel that too. So after I took some time off to have my babes and just giving myself the permission to enjoy that time while they're home, um, I then started working part-time. I'm seeing clients again, and I've added in the component of styling and expressing someone's outward look because my background from school is nutrition and fashion and personal development. So I've kind of roped that all together in one package just to own somebody's full expression and to help coach people through blocks that might happen to really express that in the way that they want to authentically. So I see clients. Now I've started this podcast. And alongside that, I'm married to an entrepreneur. 
one of the most kind humans I've ever met. His name is Joel, and he owns, uh, we own together two businesses, um, both CrossFit style gyms uh, here in Stratford, Ontario, and in St. Mary's, Ontario. So our cups are pretty full with activities and being on for business and then also trying to, oh, you know, have a sex life and a social life and do this whole new identity as parents. So there's some things that we're still working on to try and improve and then some things that we've really found a groove in that we can help each other show up presently and and truly happy and and fulfilled and still reaching for more amongst all the busyness. So that's things that we want to share with you and hopefully can give you some of some advice that can, you can take into your day to also feel like you've got a hold of things. So beyond my passion of personal development and coaching, I am a podcast obsessed person. I listen to them all the time. It makes my car rides just that much more interesting. And I just think if there's any time to learn and grow, then it's great to do that when you're just running errands and doing mundane tasks. It almost makes it more meaningful if you're able to pop something in your ears that can help you laugh or make you feel like, oh, me too. And then you also take things away from what you're listening to to apply into your life to better it. What better way to spend our time? So after being obsessed with podcasts and having so many great conversations that I sit there after being like, oh man, I wish more women got to talk to their friends in this way and have these deep soulful conversations. Or my my wish for other women is that they do have those women to share with, to help hold each other accountable and help each other grow. And if they don't have those women, then hopefully this podcast can be that because I think especially in our 30s, we really search for those meaningful relationships with people where we're exchanging, filling up each other's cup because certain things in life are going to come up that really monopolize your time and they change you. And then you get really picky with who you want to be around and how you want to spend your time because it is valuable. And there's people that need things from you. And I think as you grow older, I know I personally crave those people that are going to ask me the insightful questions back and also give me perspective and inspiration throughout my day because they're sharing the real and the raw with me. It's such a blessing to have those conversations in our life and to have those people that are, you know, speaking light into where we find ourselves, also giving us the space to really feel it, but then also holding us accountable to what part we play in our circumstances. That is the type of person that I'm attracted to and the conversations that I've had with friends and the things that I've went through, I've just thought to myself, wow, that would make an amazing podcast episode in case there are people out there that don't have these conversations but are looking for those perspectives and those truths. So this brings us into today and jumping into the deep end and putting this out there. I just hope that it can really be a place of relatability. And I'm going to share the real, the raw. I love to laugh. I don't like to take life too seriously. But I do like to have the kick in the pants advice from those people around me to make sure that I am taking the steps that I need to, to continue to grow and to, you know, have fulfillment in my life. So every episode, I thought I would do a little um, series kind of on what happened that day or what thing went on and what I did about it and how I've overcome it or how I've improved the situation. So hopefully down the road, I'll come up with some catchy little phrase. But for right now, I'm just going to call the truth bomb. And today's first episode, 
The truth bomb is, why do women repetitively complain but not fix a situation? And then what we can do about it to stop that cycle. Okay, so hear me out. I find that a lot of the time, myself included, we face these problems in our life. Maybe it's a, usually around a relationship or specific people or our jobs where we have this like certain problem that keeps draining us. And instead of taking action and reflection, we tend to bitch and moan to our friends about it or our husbands over and over, even though half the time they can't keep up or they plan on putting their little fix-it hats on and giving us an answer that we truly just didn't want because all we wanted to do was complain. I know there's women out there right now shaking their head, being like, damn, I have done that. Or what's even worse is we have this situation that's kind of getting us down, that's being a repetitive problem. And what we do is we fixate on it and just go over it and over it with multiple friends because it just seems easier to complain and share than to actually reflect and take action. Plus, with that comes saying it to the wrong friend and getting the advice you don't necessarily want. Because truthfully, the people in our life have to earn the spot for us to be vulnerable and you have to make sure you're picking the right ones that can hold that container for you and show up in kindness and hear you out, but then also can provide a very loving, honest answer. And sometimes we don't have those people and we just go to the wrong friend or the wrong, we confide in the wrong person and then we end up almost feeling worse about the situation and it wasn't even as bad as then when it started. So if you have a situation at work, for example, where you're just feeling frustrated and you're, you're up against a wall a lot, maybe it's around a certain colleague or a certain circumstance that happens at work that you feel like is very much out of your hands and you're frustrated with it, I just want to walk you through a possibility of how you can look at that a little differently and then what you can do to take inspired action to change the situation. Because nobody wants to be groaning and moaning and then when you do that, you bring that energy back into your house or to your day and to what's next. And it kind of attracts a crappy day, like attracts like folks. So if we have a shitty attitude, we're gonna get shitty results and things are gonna come into the day where we stop and we say, what is happening? Why? Who's got the cameras on me? I know I've been there. I'm sure you have too. So if you're facing a problem that's repetitive, instead of complaining and instead of being that person like I have in the past who goes over it and shares the emotion of it over and over, I want you to do something. And I'm going to share this specific tool with you because I've used it with clients that I've worked with in the past and it's yielded some amazing results. Because at the end of the day, we all know that it's up to us in how we show up in our lives, how we deal with problems and the humility that we're willing to share sorry, that we're willing to have, to look in the mirror and ask what part of this is ours. Because at the end of the day, the situation is affecting you and your life. You're the one having the same response or same circumstance. And it may feel very out of your hands, but I promise you, if you do some reflection, you will see there is a component you can take on and change or at least inspire the change. And then you can make another decision if you've tried that based on maybe what the next step is. So we've got a problem. We're experiencing something at work, maybe with a colleague, maybe with something around your, your role and it's pissing you off. What I want you to do is trying to create some clarity from the chaos and confusion. I want you to get true with yourself and with your intentions. So I want you to grab a journal because pen to paper, it is so powerful. And I want you to put at the top of the page what the problem is about, what repetitive problem 
that you're facing is because sometimes even writing down the problem makes you get a little bit more specific with it and it stops some of the story and the run-on that happens. So write at the top of your page what you're actually frustrated about, what's happening in this repetitive scenario that you keep bitching about. Write at the top of the page. Next, I want you to write out and write out the headings. This is important. This might be a great place to pause the podcast, go grab a pen and paper or your favorite journal and write this down so that you can go to this later. So after you've written down the problem, you're going to write the heading, what don't I want to happen? And you got to be clear about this and you have to be honest. And this is where humility comes in. You have to answer this truthfully so that you can get somewhere. So your first question is, what don't you want to happen with this situation? Next, you need to answer, what do I want to happen? So what's the desired outcome that you actually truly want. If you put your ego aside, you put your feelings aside, you put your resentment aside and all the other fun things we do, what do you want to see happen? And answer that. Then number three, write down, what don't I want to feel surrounding this? Because for some people it might be, I don't want to feel resentment and I don't want to feel like I'm not letting go and I'm dragging this into my day. It's important to get very, very nitty gritty with some of these answers of what you don't want to feel because it helps us take the control back and the responsibility. Next, I want you to write down, what do I want to feel leaving this situation or fixing the situation? What do I want to feel? What would be ideal? Next, how do I want to impact others involved? This is a big one. So usually with a repetitive circumstance or scenario, something has come up and it's affected or involved somebody else. That's usually always the case. So this question can be hard because there can be hurt feelings. There can be what we feel injustice, injustices, let's go with it, or what have you around this one. So I want you to be a little vulnerable in this and, and really ask yourself, how do I want to impact others that are involved with this? Because that might also help strip down some of the anger and the emotion and get to more of a clear resolution. Next, I want you to write, write I commit to getting a positive outcome by and take one actionable small step. So for example, say you're facing a repetitive problem at work where it feels out of your hands and it's involving your manager and they're doing something that's affecting your job and how you how well you do your job and how you can like complete your work. And you feel like so much of it is things that are out of your control. One of the positive things that you want to see out of it is maybe that your communication with them improves. So your action step is to voice before you get really upset what you think the solution could be to the problem that you both are facing. Or maybe it's that you set the intention to energetically and emotionally release work once you're done work so that it's not coming into your personal life that you're then not getting paid for to feel about this problem and letting it affect things outside of work creating more resentment because it's taking more from you. Maybe your small action step is simply just the intention that you're going to let things go at the door so that it's not bothering you as much and not taking up as much mental space. Whatever that positive outcome baby step is, you need to write that out and feel free to revisit this a couple times a week until the problem feels like you've gotten more clear as to what's really actually bothering you. It would blow, it would blow your mind to know what the root cause of some of our like frustrations are. And instead of us repetitively saying, what's wrong and all the negative and festering in that bitchy vortex for lack of a better explanation that never leads to a better outcome it always sinks us further into the story it always breeds more of that icky energy and it doesn't give us any inspired action step 
So just by taking a little time for inner reflection with like pen to paper and asking yourself these questions, you might get to a a bigger reason as to why you're unhappy or why this keeps happening to you and maybe where the lesson is in it. And just by taking the time to write it out and revisit that, you can take back a little bit more of the control in the scenario to at least either not let it affect you or find a solution that would have been blocked through the anger and frustration. I can think of off the top of my head about three or four examples of just times that I've felt super frustrated and like I'm hitting the same wall. And instead of picking up the phone and being like, oh, can I just talk to you and vent for a minute? I just asked myself what I needed most, grabbed a pen and paper, did an exercise like this. And honestly, nine times out of 10, I don't even need to go to somebody to share it because I'm more now focused on the solution of where I want it to go versus the drama and the like attention into the negative. Now, this may be a very hard practice for some of us if you're just, you know, starting to become a little more aware of yourself and maybe you're diving into, you know, personal development or you're on a self-discovery journey. This may feel very raw and and uncomfortable, but just be graceful with yourself because just starting to have some inner reflection and taking the time to just have conversations with yourself. They're not always easy, but it's amazing what they can bring to the surface to help you heal and grow as a person. This exercise has truly been a a godsend for my clients when we find ourselves talking in session about a repetitive problem or person or thing that's happened. They have gained a lot of clarity through these exercises and through talking to the right supportive person. So along with this advice, I really want to encourage you before you get on that text or voice note, if you're like me, even though my husband hates hearing me do voice notes, he says I sound ridiculous. He is not. He is not lying. (laughs) Before you grab on that call and go to that friend that's there to hear you out so that you can complain, I just want you to stop before you do it and ask yourself, is this going to get me closer to an inspired action or resolution, or is it going to push me further into the negative vortex? Just the awareness to ask yourself that might save you a lot of contention in your life and frustration, and I hope it can bring a little bit more light into your day with some solution that you just didn't know was there. So on that note, sharing the wisdom, I hope that you try this and put it into inspired action. And every episode, we're just going to chat about kind of life and what's what's happened and circumstances that I've found myself in and, and ways that I have um, really found positive impact. And we'll kind of wrap up each episode with just, you know, some some good advice and some Q&A from people around motherhood, health, wellness, um, expression, self-love. Um, I'd love to take on some questions about specific things in, in life that we can chat about. But I'm going to leave you with that that piece and, and a welcome to the podcast. Thank you for listening to this first episode. I hope you can subscribe and listen to the new episodes that come out every Friday. Um, I think that's where I'm going to leave off. So I'm going to wrap up every podcast episode by saying it's not about the time it's about owning what's mine i hope that can start to be uh, words that you live by as well sending you so much love and light today thanks for tuning in and we'll chat soon